The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you were thrust into an unexpected wilderness survival situation, could you cope and adapt to your surroundings? Would you be creative enough to utilize nature's natural tools to complete your own self-guided backcountry quest? Are you the ultimate DIY outdoorsman? Well, today on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, the boys will test your woodsmanship on all levels of intensity. And remember, if trouble does suddenly find you, you'll never stand a chance if you're not prepared. Now, here's Jim and Trev. So what does it take to become the ultimate DIY outdoorsman? A lot of work. Strength and fortitude. That's and it. Lessons for Mrs. Bunny. Mrs. Bunny, how's it going? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. So on today's show, that's what we're talking about. Becoming the ultimate um, DIY outdoorsman. Yeah, we got a great lineup on today's show. We're actually going to be joined by a Sasquatch, Mr. Laramie Miller himself. Check out Sasquatch Mountain Man, Thursdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. How about Randy Newberg? He's the executive producer and host of Lupult's Fresh Tracks. Uh, check out his show Wednesday nights on Sportsman Channel at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to be joined by the editor at Large Field Mystery, Mr. Eddie Nickens. He's going to be talking about knives. Survival guru Tim McWell. He's going to be talking about his new book, How to Survive Anything. And uh, getting a, a get-home bag, right? To be able to get home. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, what are you talking about on today's show? I'm going to give you some essential outdoor skills. Every hunter should be able to do these things, so they shouldn't be in the woods. <laughs> Ooh. All right, so these, these essential outdoor skills, uh, they're brought to you by Nissan. Mrs. Bunny Factoids are brought to you by Nissan. She's the only human being that Chuck Norris and Mother Nature will answer to. She intentionally fed her first husband to a bear. <laughs> And she has a male pet badger named Reba. So you have a male pet badger named Reba. <laughs> and you don't? <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> All right, so what are these essentials that any outdoors man or woman needs before they go in the backcountry? I'm going to start with the first and most important, and I'm going to tell you how to pluck a duck. Oh, duck? Not too many people know how to do that. A duck. If you are a waterfowler, you should be able to pluck a duck. A lot of recipes call for the bird to be cooked skin on, and so you need to be able to uh, pluck it quickly. All right, how do you pluck a duck? Okay, you're going to begin by plucking the duck's contour and flight feathers. So don't work too fast. Grab only a few at a time. Have a towel handy to wipe the feathers off your hands. Melt your plucking wax or duck wax or paraffin until there's about a half inch thick layer of liquefied wax on top. Dip the duck in the liquid wax several times until it's completely covered. Let the bird cool until the wax becomes solid. Then peel the hardened wax from the top down. It should come off in several large pieces. So with that... It um, is going to pull the, the feathers. Yeah. With the, really? Yeah. With the down feathers trapped inside, there might be a few strays you have to still have to pluck by hand. But um, once the plucking is complete, you cut off the legs and the head and toss the bird in your pot. You actually use wax? Once yeah. it dries and then peel the wax off and it rips the feathers out. So yeah. they, that's the original wax job. Seriously. There you go. You've never done that? No. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'll tell you what I've done. I've actually taken a whole duck, wrapped it up in like gumbo mud, 
put it on a fire, and then when you peel that mud, once that, that mud dries into a ball, then you start breaking it apart, pull it off. It pulls off all of the uh, skin and feathers, and you just pluck the meat out of was it. Was that down in Nolens? Nolens. Yeah. Nolens. Actually, it was in Louisiana. Nolens. Or in- you would be Louisiana. That's what it's called, Louisiana and New Orleans. It's Nolens <laughs> It's not no- Louisiana. Where are you going? I'm going to Nolens in <laughs> Louisiana. All right, Mr. Bunny, what's another thing? <laughs> okay, check your arrow for straightness. Um, like paper tuning it. Yeah. So one knock against aluminum arrows is that they um, bend really easily. You know, they're light, they're all the rage, but they oh, can yeah. bend easily. And you guys have had problems with that. So most archers wrongly assume that carbon arrows are resistant to bending. Here's how to spin check them. With your hand open and facing up, place a field point equipped arrow uh, in your uh, palm tip down. Hold the shaft with your thumb and pointer and middle fingers. And with the arrow upright, snap your fingers, imparting a spin on the arrow shaft. As the arrow spins, watch it for any irregularities and feel for imbalance. Many times you'll feel it without seeing it. That's an interesting tip. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. No. There you go. Yeah, actually, what I do is I say, Travis, this look good. Is this straight? And he pokes me in the butt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It hurts. It works. But it's straight. All right, so how to pluck a duck and how to see if your arrows are straight. Yeah, okay. Number three. Field prep your taxidermy, okay? So most taxidermists, they kind of cringe at the idea of a hunter trying to uh, do any of their job in the field. But there are some situations where you simply can't drop off the whole animal within a few hours of killing it, you know? So here's uh, a couple things for you. Um, If it isn't too difficult, um, but it can save your hide, uh, to help produce uh, high-quality mounts, you can split the nose. A properly split nose keeps pigment from discoloring during tanning. A good taxidermist will always be able to make a real nose look better than a fake one, so save yours. Split the nose. Once you have um, the hide off the skull, use a sharp knife to split the cartilage of the nose right down the middle. It's tedious, but stay in the middle, and you'll eventually cut through and be able to separate the skin and the two nostrils, allowing them to dry much quicker. Oh. I'm always worried, uh, especially in intricate cuts like that, that I'm going to screw it up, yeah. and it's going to end up actually causing more work and more money. Yeah, and you have to put band-aids on it. Exactly. Well, there you like, go. Well, here's the other thing. You can okay. t- turn the ears. Oh. Start the process by hand, pulling the ear cartilage and separating it from the skin while turning it inside out. Using a smooth dollar stick to push it from the inside is the most common way to do it, but every type of ear is a little different, so be careful. As you push it with the dowel, you'll see the membrane where the skin meets the cartilage. Carefully cut along that line, and the ear will gradually turn inside out. So you turn the ears on your I have done that. Have, have you? you? Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, w- like with bear, because the uh, the lips are so thick, you actually split those and, and kind of clean them out. Sure. Really? Yeah. There you go. All right, what's another one? Sharpen your fish hooks. Oh, okay? oh yeah. You don't have to go to Walmart and buy a new pack of fish hooks. You know, you just don't have to. Take a piece of thousand grit, um, wet, dry sandpaper, mm-hmm. and fold it into a small square and wet it down. Then holding the hook in one hand, gently stroke the point of the hook with the sandpaper going in the point of, uh, going in the direction of the point. Yeah. And uh, all the way off. Never work back against it. Don't apply too much pressure because the sand, um, and never sand the point as it will damage it. A gentle stroking action, it just removes any imperfections and home the point back to sharp again. Uh, once it's sharpened, gently run the point along a piece of denim cloth to polish it. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, they actually have hook sharpeners. They do. But that if, has a groove in it. If you are the ultimate DIY outdoor, you don't need that You don't crap. need it. Oh. You don't carry sandpaper with you all the time? <laughs> I do. Only for toilet paper. <laughs> oh, I don't carry toilet paper. That's, that's for a different show. Uh, what else you got, Miss Bunny? Uh, making a fire in a can. Uh, I'm not a big, big advocate of chewing tobacco. How, no. However, when uh, you do chew, <laughs> Smokeless tobacco cans make great containers for uh, 
um, fire starting tinder. They are small. They weigh like next to nothing and you can put really anything in it. So you can pack an empty can with your choice of tinder, fatwood, petroleum jelly, cotton balls, dryer lint, name a few, whatever, and stash it throughout your gear. You know, uh, you think about the size of a chewing tobacco can. It fits in about anything, your pocket, your bag, anything. You uh, open it up and you can light the whole darn thing on fire. Just put it up in smoke. You can burn it little by little. Just take a little bit of it out or if you need a bigger fire, just light the whole thing up. Good little hacks, Mrs. Buddy. Yeah, you know, good it, stuff. It, it's stuff like this that makes you a well-rounded outdoorsman or woman and, and well on your way to becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman or woman. Yep. This is Buddy. I'm a survivor. I'm going to, I'm not singing the song right, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so this is Bunny and Beyonce. In the highest. And Reba. And Reba. That would be the badger. Yeah. They will survive you. So, a couple of the break, we're actually going to be joined by Laramie Sasquatch Miller. Got to check out Sasquatch Mountain Man Thursdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. It also airs Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. A uh, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. Remington, Remington.com. Nissan. NissanUSA.com. High Mountain Seasonings. HIMTNJerky.com. And Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. All right, here is a word from Mark. One more time, Mr. Laramie Sasquatch Miller. He is coming up next. Mrs. Thank you for swinging by. Thanks for having me. All right, there's more of Becoming the Ultimate DIY Outdoorsman coming up next. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. Facts about the cold. The body loses heat much faster through the ground than it does to the air. So there is an old saying that when sleeping on the ground, a blanket underneath is worth two on top. JimandTrav.com. Go there. It'll save your life. Gun Stories takes you on an intriguing journey through firearms history. Join host Joe Montaigne as he explores classics from around the world. From the Gatling gun to the iconic British brand. Through today's cutting-edge firearms. Gun Stories. History unholstered. All new episodes, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on Outdoor Channel. If you're like us, you love the outdoors. It's that special place where you can forget the day-to-day and just unwind. It's your sanctuary, your heaven on earth. We're in the same boat, which is why we built just the vehicle to take you there, the 2015 Nissan Titan. It's our biggest, baddest, most capable pickup truck that sports a beefy 317 horsepower from a massive V8 engine complete with a one-ton payload and up to a hardcore 9,500 pounds of towing capability, giving you more than enough power to get your boat out of the driveway and into the lake. See you out on the water. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Available features. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Man, looks like a refugee camp for dirty men. No, actually, no, you nailed it. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard a lot of great stuff from old Miss Bunny. Miss Bunny talked about some outdoor hacks to become the ultimate DIY outdoorsman or woman on today's show. That's what she's talking about. <laughs> That's right. But coming up next, we have got a guy... Uh, I can never get this right. Sasquatch? Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Messing with Sasquatch. There you go, fella. Oh, try this one. Tickle, tickle. 
I always have to do that. <laughs> All right, so we're just, Larry being, Miller. just being joined by uh, Sasquatch Larry Miller. Got to check out Sasquatch Mountain Man on Outdoor Channel. Thursdays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time and Sundays they play it again, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Big dog, Mr. Sasquatch. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going good. I tell you what, you guys are about as full as a Christmas turkey. <laughs> <laughs> he meant that in a good way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. All right, so becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman. All right, you're kind of the poster boy for this, man. You leave technology at home and you hunt from common sense and just hard work. And that seems like any more that's lost. If someone can't be a good hunter, they go buy an app that helps them. You know, there, there's, a, there's a product for everything. Let's talk about tracking game. There's all these blood lights and this and that. But what does it really boil down to when you don't make the ideal shot, the game doesn't drop within 10 yards? What do we need to know about tracking, man, so we can recover that animal? See, I tell you what, tracking is a huge part of hunting that people don't realize. I mean, yeah. You know how many times you have to go, whether it's retrieving an animal or even finding the animal in the first place so that you can, you know, get that opportunity. And people don't have the patience nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. You go out, I've seen it a hundred times, somebody shoots something, they don't make the perfect shot, they lose blood. Well, guess what? A lot of people will give up too early. Yeah, chuck it up your profit and loss. Patience. You know, they're wanting to see this big blood trail. They're not having the patience. Mm-hmm. That's why technology nowadays, you got bigger broadheads, and bigger <laughs> cutting diameter and this and that. Well, uh, Howard Hill back in the day showed us that you can kill an animal with the field point. It's all about shot placement. And then when you're tracking, you got to have that patience to be able to sit there in one spot for five minutes and look and see where a grass is parted here, where he walked through, or a little bitty speck of blood on, you know, may not be on the ground. Maybe it's on a leaf about three foot in the air, you know, just to see where you're kind of judge where you might have hit him. Take your time. Yeah. I know that uh, when I was in Africa watching those, uh, the, 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 the uh, I guess you'd call them, Trackers. Trackers. Yeah. Uh, they actually studied the uh, hoof print of my animal. So they knew when they went through a thousand tracks, which one was mine. They said it, everyone is like a, uh, it has a fingerprint. Like, yeah, it's you like will. a fingerprint. And, and, uh, exactly. and he did. For three days, we tracked this animal. And finally, at the uh, middle of the afternoon on the third day, we finally got it. Uh, but nevertheless, it was through his ability to be able to read the, uh, the, the, the sign and so forth. And we lost blood at about uh, maybe 30, 35 minutes into the hunt after I made that initial shot. And those guys are absolutely amazing. I mean, I would, I thought about, you know, doing a show going over there and learning from them because they're the best in the world. I mean, hands down, those guys are, you know, that's what they do for a living. That's what they're just absolutely amazing at. It. And just like you said, it's having the patience to sit there and look at, you know, you shoot this bull out, look at his hoof because 90% of the time they're going to try to go find the other elk that they just, you know, ran from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to try to meet up because they are a herd animal. Yeah, You know where the HDs are there outside of Bayfield. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was back there, and uh, there was some guys up from Texas, and uh, this guy says, hey, I'm getting closer to the, the game I shot. And I said, okay, uh, show me the track. And he was actually following it backwards. <laughs> I said, well, you may find it if you go around the world, you might find him. But I don't yeah, think exactly. you're going to find him going in this direction, you know. Once again, yep. talk with uh, Mr. Laramie Miller. Got to check out Sasquatch Mountain Man Thursdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. 
Um, now let's say we hit an animal and we hit them a little far back and they're going to be running a little bit. Let's say we clipped them high in the lungs, possibly gut shot them. Um, do you give that animal a little bit of time before you start pursuing them? Cause you know, they're going to go lay down. They're going to bed down eventually. Do you give it some time? Do you get on them right away? What, what does Laramie do? See, I always give them time. Because do you? Adrenaline in an animal, if you push him, will make him go three times farther than he normally would go. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people say, you know, you get up there if they didn't make a good shot. Yeah, there's a chance that animal might live and he might get laid down and roll and plug the hole up and you don't have blood. Mm-hmm. Well, if you give him that time and it's a deadly shot, you owe it to that animal to let him, you know, kind of expire in peace, in my opinion. Yeah. And so I always give him 30, 45 minutes. Unless I see that animal go down, I'm giving him time mm-hmm. because I want to make sure that you know, I'm not jumping in more. I'm not making him, you know, go at a death run or anything like that. So I give them the time that they need to lay down, stiffen up, you know, do their thing in a respectful manner. You know, and two, as soon as you make that shot, you need to watch how that animal reacts because that's going to tell you a lot where you hit it. And let's say you, you do find a couple spots of blood. Everybody knows that the color of that blood is is going to tell you volumes of things, where you oh, hit exactly. them. You know, it, it's little subtleties like that. You may be tracking the animal. What's their body posture like? You know, you can tell if they're immortally wounded or if you just grazed them. Oh, exactly. And like you say, the color of the blood and, you know, what kind of sign that they're leaving yeah. tells you how you need to track that animal. That, that's why you're Sasquatch, man. That's you, it. <laughs> you know all these little tricks of the Mountain trade. Man. Now, if we want to find out more about Laramie Miller himself, the man, Sasquatch Mount Man, one more time, Thursdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Where can we find you online, buddy? Go to LaramieMiller.com, or you can go to the Outdoor Channel website and look at the whole page site on there. Or Sasquatch Mountain Man on Facebook. Yeah, or just use drums. That's right. He will come. There you go. (laughs) Stop howling like a wolf. I'll show up. (laughs) Make sure you have beef jerky, though. (laughs) All right, so (laughs) big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, also Remington and Nissan. How about Cabela's? Well, it's foremost outfitter. Got to get to a break. Here is a word from Mark. Mr. Laramie, man, you're so cool, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, guys. All righty. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got to leave it right there. And coming up next, we've got to Tim McQuelch. He's got a brand new book out called uh, You Can Live or How to Survive Anything. Anything. As we talk about becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman or woman on today's show, don't go anywhere. We'll return in just a minute. Right after these. Or with Tim McQuelch. Thank you. Food, water, and nutrition facts. The boiling point of water lowers the higher you get above sea level. This means that it takes less time and less energy to boil water at altitude. Cooking food by boiling, though, will take longer as water boiling at altitude is not as hot as water boiling at sea level. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Survive. The sheep, they're here. They're on this little mountain range, exactly like the the legend said they would be. To me, it's really important to tell the rest of the world what hunters are really about. That's a responsibility of a hunter. If you're in an area and the the people need help, you help them. You're not there to kill something, really. You're there to to be part of a hunt, to be part of a pastime that's shared by a lot of different cultures around the world. Jim Shockey's Uncharted, Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. Hot Caramel Apple Crunch is one of the tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snacking 
cooking sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. If you're thinking about buying a new gun, remember to pick up Remington Gun Care Supplies. Protect your investment with the same products the country's top armorers have trusted for over 100 years. After all, when you need it is the worst time to realize your gun doesn't work. Warning. Listening to other outdoor radio programs could cause chronic diarrhea. Oh, gosh. Why take the risk? The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Brought to you by Nissan. Hey, we're back. This is Revolution, and boy, before the break, we heard from old Laramie Miller. Old Sasquatch. Got to check him out on Outdoor Channel. That is Thursdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, uh, Sundays, uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. Outdoor Channel. Does he like jerky? Yeah, sure he does. <laughs> he is the old Sasquatch boy. Got to check out Sasquatch Mountain Man. We are talking about becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman on today's show. Yeah, hey, and our next guest, old Tim McQuelch, has got a brand new book out. Yeah, How to Survive Anything. And I got to say, let me go home. Oh, I can sing so well. I'm just too far from where you are. I want to go home. Not really my genre of music. <laughs> All right, so you know, in, in your new book, Tim, by the way, welcome to the show. Um, How to survive anything? You talk about a get home bag. Hence the the song there. Um, no, that's interesting. Everybody talks about a bug out bag. Bug out bag. Everybody knows um, that. What do we need in our get home bag, man? Well, um, I'm glad you asked. So, so the get home bag is is sort of a new development. People have been talking about bug out bags for years. Yeah. And that's going in in most scenarios. It's going in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when you're when you're bugging out to go live in the in the forest uh, with the elves and the homeless guys, <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're you're walking away from your home. You're walking away from your your neighbors, your family. You know, their homes. You're walking away from your place of business. You know, you're just turning your back on all of those all those resources. Uh, to go live in the woods, um, you know. If you look at the, if you look at the average bug out bag gear list, there are things in there for shelter, for water procurement and disinfection. Yeah, there are some foods in there. There's some first aid equipment in there. Uh, a smart person would have a change of clothes and some suitable shoes for walking. Um, you know, and, and the get home bag is something that a person could carry in their vehicle or even have it under their desk at the office. And if, if there was an emergency, if there was a crisis and they needed to get home, they now have the supplies to more easily make it home either, you know, on foot or, or, you know, to maybe, maybe be able to get a ride somehow. Um, but, but the kind of heart and soul, the, the nuts and bolts of the, of the get home bag, the idea is that you'd, you'd be walking home. You know, maybe the roads are gridlocked. And, and, you know, mass transit is down and there's, there's really no other way, but, but your own two feet, you know, we, we're only going to make it a couple of days without water. And it's such a critical survival priority. You need, you need a source of water ready to go, ready to drink. And I recommend bottled water. It's hard to go wrong with store-bought factory sealed bottled water because it's been processed and, and preserved and it's stored in such a way that it will last several years without growing any kind of dangerous organisms inside the bottle if you, if you just leave it sealed. 
So you have some water to get you going, and then you have some sort of water disinfection method. Now, it may be disinfection tablets, and there are varieties that use chlorine or iodine to make the water pure and safe to drink. Well, not pure. It's still gonna it's still gonna be gross. If you got it out of a <laughs> ditch on the side of the interstate, it's it's gonna be gross. But it's yeah. gonna be dead water. Uh-huh. Any pathogens in there are gonna be killed by the chemicals. But uh, you know, you could also take a take a lesson from you know our our, our train yard hobo friends of of the Great Depression era, and you know have a, a small pot or a can that you could actually just boil the water in. Uh-huh. Um, but this would require that you stop, make a fire. You know, th- th- this is not helping you get home really. You know, it's, it's it's gobbling up some of your time. You know, when people talk to me about a, a get-home bag, and I say, well, should I put some snare wires in there or <laughs> some fishing gear? Well, yeah, if you want to become a hobo and, and you know, not get home ever and, and spend all your time trying to fish or trap, sure. But, you know, you're trying to get home, so you want some food in there that's ready to eat, and it needs to be food that you don't even have to cook. Um, you know, so, something like granola bars, trail mixes, uh, Feral it's an emergency cats. ration. Yeah. You know, the little rations you get for, for putting on a lifeboat, um, or, or for other types of emergency preparedness. Some of them aren't horrible and, uh, and, and some of them will last five years or more. But, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just another option. You know, probably the safest thing you could do is get chlorine based disinfection tablets. Oh, okay. And these are, these are much safer for everybody. So if you've got thyroid issues, you're pregnant, you got shellfish allergies, whatever. Um, you can use a chlorine-based product, and and these disinfection tablets will kill just as many cooties as the iodine <laughs> ones. And uh, it it tastes better at the end. It just tastes like normal tap water. Um, just got a little hint of chlorine in it. And um, the only the only real downside to those is that it takes a longer window for those pills to work. Mm-hmm. It takes four hours. Oh wow! For maximum disinfection. Yeah. And you definitely want maximum disinfection. Uh, as, as a man who's, who's been accosted in public restrooms, I can tell you, uh, <laughs> if, if something dirty happens to you, you need to maximum disinfect. Uh, yourself after that's all over with. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Tim McWell. He has a new book called How to Survive Anything. And, of course, we're talking about uh, DIY, the ultimate outdoorsman. Becoming the ultimate outdoorsman. Now, to find out more about your book, How to Survive Anything, it is on shelves now, Mr. Tim. Uh, where can we get a copy, buddy? Yes, we can We can grab that any place fine books are sold. Uh, jump on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. Um, you can also grab it at OutdoorLife.com. And um, uh, I would, I would, I would love to be able to get this book in everybody's hands. That's right. Now, where can we find you online? Well, you can find me online. You can find out about the survival classes that I run. Yeah. At advancedsurvivaltraining.com. I know, I know it's a mouthful, but it's very descriptive. Advancedsurvivaltraining.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Tim Mac Welch. You there bet. you go. Well, and as a matter of fact, that as you said, it's a mouthful. That would last you about a week and a half if it you would. were eating it. It would sustain you. <laughs> All right, so we are In talking time about of need. becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman on today's show. We were just joined by Mr. Tim Mac Welch. Got to pick up his new book, How to Survive Anything. Go to OutdoorLife.com. Uh, Got to check it out. So big shout out to Outdoor Channel, also Outdoor Life, Remington, and Nissan. Got to get to a break. Don't go anywhere. Here is a word from Mark, Mr. Tim 
man. You're so cool. Thanks a bunch, buddy. Oh, thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. All righty. Hey, stick around. Coming up next, we've got Randy Newberg. And, uh, boy, I tell you, he's got a lot to say about... What the heck's the name of the show? He's the executive producer and host of Loopholt's Fresh Tracks. You it is give on, me any uh, notes. Uh, it's right in front of you. Sportsman <laughs> Channel there at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, Wednesday nights. Got to watch it. All right, we are talking about becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman or woman on today's show. Here's a word from Mark. We'll be right back. Belief in rescue. Understanding that in this day and age, if you are missing for more than 24 hours beyond your expected return, you can almost be certain that a search and rescue operation will be launched to find you. You just need to be prepared to signal your location when they get close enough for you to be seen. JimandTrav.com Enter a world where fantasy becomes real. Gun lovers can buy, sell, and play. Where you can blow anything up. Guntucky, the most explosive place in America. <laughs> Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. When you're hunting dangerous game, trouble can sneak up on you from any angle. Well, in the gun cabinet, rust and corrosion can do the same to your guns, and you won't know it until it's too late. Over time, gun care products break down and lose their ability to prevent rust. To protect your equipment, Remington Gun Care reminds you to inspect and clean your guns twice a year, even in climate-controlled environments. Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. This week, it's all about DIY. Now, here are the boys. Hey, we're back. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, and before the break, we heard from old Tim McQuelch. His new book, uh, boy, you follow things in that book, you're going to be the ultimate outdoorsman. How to survive anything, that's it. If someone follows you, uh, that'll be something. They're lost. Hey, if people <laughs> want to call, where can they call us? Hey, they can call us at uh, 785-846-7647. All right, so we are talking about becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman or woman on today's show. All right, we're just now being joined by Mr. Randy Newberg. He is the executive producer and host of Loophole's Fresh Tracks uh, with Randy Newberg. It airs Wednesday night, Sportsman Channel at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Mr. Randy, how's it going, buddy? Great, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, dude, it's so awesome to have you on. Uh, you really are the voice uh, for the public land hunter, and that's what Jimbo and I, I think that's 90, what we've always done. 90% of the time, we hunt on public land. It's tough. It's frustrating. But it, to me, it's like getting out in the real world for the first time. That's where you experience the pains of growing and what it's like to fight for yourself. And when you are successful, boy, it is so rewarding. Yeah, it's, it, it is a completely different experience. And I've focused on that just because that's what I grew up doing. Uh, my whole life has been hunting on public land. So you, you start to take for granted, I guess, the fact that there is a lot of competition. you got to work pretty hard to find the places away from the people. But over the course of doing it, and, and our shows, besides being on public land, are all self-guided, 
Uh, yeah. We got to do it from start to finish. And uh, as you guys know, in all the travels you guys have had, that when you're out there doing it yourself, you fail sometimes and you learn from that. And over the course of time, you build a level of knowledge. And from knowledge comes confidence. And from confidence usually comes really good success when you're out hunting, whether it's public, private, guided, or self-guided. So it's it's an opportunity for me to go out there, show the audience, you can do this. I was never very good at this, but through 30 years of failing, I've gotten a little better at it, and it's something all of you could do. Yeah. Now, now the thing is, uh, we're, we're coming up on late July right now, and there's yeah. only a short amount of time before we're going to be going elk hunting maybe in Montana where you live or maybe in Colorado yep. or one of the western states. Now, as I got my topo maps, and, you know, we're always looking for pinch points and we're looking for saddles and so forth that for the travel of the animals, nothing beats being out there and seeing it with your own eyes. Yeah, firsthand, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's when you get on the landscape, you kind of look around and say, holy cow, there is a lot of terrain here. How do I know where the elk are going to be? Kind of like when you look at a map of Kansas looking for what you said, pinch points for whitetail hunting. Mm -hmm. Not all pieces of the landscape are created equal. Oh, yeah. And so me, when I show up there, my map usually has a lot of areas crossed off. And that's mm -hmm. any place within a mile of a motor. And by that, I mean a road or a trail that, that's motorized. And that's not a political statement on motorized travel. It's just a function <laughs> of, of where else go. Yeah, let I, me clarify I'm, that. <laughs> and if I want to find out, I got to go where they are at at that time of year. And once you do that, it's amazing how small your map gets in a big hurry. Yeah, once again, we're talking about becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman, uh, being joined by Randy Newberg. He is the executive producer and host of Loopholes Fresh Tracks on Sportsman Channel. He's uh, also a says. cyborg. He, he's a he's a wonderful, handsome man. 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Sportsman Channel. You know, what you're talking about, it's boiling down to common sense. You know, whether we're talking about whitetails or bass fishing, um, it seems like people give too much credit to the animal or the fish. I think sometimes we second guess ourselves. Like you're talking about. It, right out of success. It boils down to natural instinct. What's driving them? And that's what we need to focus on. Let's quit thinking about everything else because it's just clouding the situation. Yeah. I think as humans, we tend to look for a shortcut. Yeah, yeah. In my world of elk hunting, we're looking for a new call or a new gadget or a new gizmo. And when I do seminars, a lot of times I use your fishing analogy that you just use there, bass fishing. Are you going to hunt or are you going to fish for bass in April, the same place you're going to fish for them in September? No, they move throughout the reservoir or the lake based mm -hmm. on what their seasonal needs are. And the same with elk. You're going to hunt them differently in September than you are in November. And so if you think about this, just simplify it, as you said that, okay, this time of year, here's what their primary need is. Where do they find that? Where do they satisfy that? That's where you're going to find them. <laughs> I know that's oversimplification, but it really is that simple. Yeah. Now, now in uh, in your search, your quest for an elk or a mule deer, uh, maybe even a bear, uh, you talked about being at least a mile away from any motorized vehicle. But isn't it uh, maybe zero to five that you really have to concentrate to stay away from? Because, you know, the average guy might walk in there three or four, possibly five miles, but he's going to be back at the road by dark. Yeah. And for me, I'm comfortable walking in way before the sun comes up. I want to be at my location before the sun comes up. Because highly pressured elk on public land are only out for about a half hour in the morning. 
So if I leave the truck at daylight, they're already back in the thick timber in their beds by the time I get there. And I stay there until the sun goes down, till legal shooting light is passed, and then I walk out in the dark. Because that, that probably first hour and that last hour, those are the critical times for public land out. You bet. Well, hey, we've been talking with uh, Randy Newberg, and of course he has a program called Leopold's Fresh Tracks. That's right, Sportsman's Channel, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, where can we find out more about you, Randy, your show, your podcast, all that good stuff, buddy? Where can we find you online? Everything related to me and my platforms can be found at randynewberg.com. Everything, the show, the, the website, the, the podcast, you name it. If it's got Randy Newberg involved in it, go to randynewberg.com and you'll find it. All right, there you have it. So just hop on out randynewberg.com. You'll find out all the information you ever want to know and um, Google the man. Lots of good stuff's going to come up. Big shout out, though, to Sportsman Channel. Also, Outdoor Channel, Nissan, uh, Remington, High Mountain Seasonings, and how about Cabela's? World Foremost Outfitter. All right, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we have got, uh, who is it? Eddie Nickens. Hey, hey coming up next, we got Eddie Nickens. There He's you go. Editor at large for Field and Stream. We love this man. All right, so don't go anywhere as we talk more about becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman or woman on today's show. Mr. Randy, you're so cool, buddy. Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Water filtration. Filtration should not be confused with sterilization. While filtration will clear the water of debris, make it clearer, and often make it taste and smell better, it will not remove bacteria, so it always pays to sterilize it with water sterilization tablets or by boiling or distilling it. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Thrive. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. With Jim and Trev, although not as cool as finding the Loch Ness monster. Whoa, it's still pretty good. Now back to the show, brought to you by Nissan. Hey, we're back. This is Revolution with Jim and Trav, and we've been talking about how to become the ultimate DIY outdoorsman or woman. Yeah, who we got coming up next? Eddie Nickens. I love him to Dickens. <laughs> I just thought of that. 
God, I am so awesome. He is the editor at large there at Field and Stream. We are talking about becoming the ultimate outdoorsman. DIY outdoorsman. I pointed at you and you let me down. Well, it's part of my job. All right, Mr. Eddie, how's it going, buddy? Man, things are good down here in North Carolina for sure. Things are popping. Hey, you know, one of the things I want to mention before we even get started, uh, the current issue, uh, actually the August issue of Field and Stream magazine is on the stands right now. Yeah, and if you're in Canada, your new book, The Total Outdoorsman, uh, Skills and Tools, 324 Tips, is like the number one uh, non-fictional best-selling book in Canada, correct? Yeah, can you believe it? It's right up there in the Globey Mail. Uh, <laughs> How to build an igloo. You know, there is a couple you, you things I wanted to accomplish in my life, and that's have one thing go number one in Canada. <laughs> you have beaten me to the punch, Mr. Eddie. Right. It's a surprise. <laughs> All right, so we are talking about uh, becoming the ultimate DIY outdoorsman on today's show. And any outdoorsman or woman need some essential tools before they go in the backwoods to make any hunt, camping trip, hike, whatever, successful. What are the essential tools that any outdoorsman or woman truly needs, must-haves, that we can't leave at home? I mean, I guess when you ask about the single most essential tool, the one tool that cuts across all these disciplines, of course, is going to be a knife. You know, when you mentioned, you mentioned the current issue of Field and Stream, the current issue of Field and Stream on the cover is a cheap, $8.50 truck stop knife <laughs> that this fella in in the upper Midwest used to fend off and ultimately kill a black bear that attacked him three times. It just goes to show that it's not the thing you got in your hand, it's, it's the thing you got in your head. It's your brain and how to use your tools. That's what this book is all about. It's all about how to use gear, how to use stuff that you already have, how to make stuff, how to use stuff to make your experiences better. But I'd have to say a good knife, knowing how to use a good knife, knowing how to sharpen a good knife would be the one essential tool. I don't think anybody leaves the house without. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I have recently in the last probably three or four years went to that Havilon knife. You know, they got the little yeah. blades that you put on there. But, you know, when you're when you're trying to get to, you know, cut through cartilage and so forth, you can't put a whole lot of pressure on those crazy blades. They're going to break on you. So you really yeah. have to be able to have the ability. And, and I don't have it. And I have tried everything uh, to sharpen a knife. I mean, I can get it to where you can, you know, kind of cut hot butter. But that's about it. Yeah, sharpening a knife is one of those hallmarks of, of of the American skill set, and it, and it is it can be tough, and it can be even tougher these days where we've got a lot of newer steels out that are harder, um, that are a little more brittle, but they they can really be brought to bear to a really sharp edge. So it used to be, you know, you could take a medium or a hard Arkansas stone and get just about any knife. Pretty close to shaving sharp. These days, some of these new steels that are on some of these higher end knives take a little bit more care. But, you know, the flip side of it is we're living in the modern age and technological age and there's about 10 million knife sharpening gadgets you can use. Uh, to get you over over that hump. Yeah, once again, uh, talk with uh, Mr. Eddie Nickens. He's the editor-at-large there in Field Stream. I was actually, no joke, in the bathroom this morning before I showered, came to work. I read that article about that guy yeah. uh, that stabbed that bear. You know, he, how he's talking about how his buddy gave him that knife literally like minutes before the bear attacked. I mean, that is a wicked story. He was still running away. And to have the fortitude, the mindset that that guy did at the time when all this crap is going down to do what he did, I thought was just fascinating. Like you said, an $8 piece of crap truck stop knife saves the guy's life. But going back to what you said, 
Having the right tool in the right circumstance and knowing how to use it, though, is essential. It doesn't matter the price of the knife. It's if you know how to use it. Yeah, and there's nothing like 550 pounds of flesh-eating beef sitting on your chest to sharpen your, uh, sharpen your skill set in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is no Defer- joke. Definitely separates the men from the boys. Now, what would you recommend? A good knife, you know, I mean, we carry, like Jimbo said, the Havlon. We have Kershaw knives. I carry a Benchmade and Fidel. a couple of bucks. All the time. I mean, we, we love knives. What is a good all-around brand uh, that you guys in Field and Stream would stand behind. You do knife reviews all the time. Got a great-looking knife on the cover of your new book, The Total Outdoorsman Skills and Tools, 324 Tips. What would you recommend? Good knife. Well, you know, there's some fabulous brands out there. It's a fabulous American-made brand, Spyderco, Benchmade, among them. You know, before you drop, you know, 100 bucks, 150 bucks on that sort of knife of your lifetime, um, find out if you prefer a folder or a fixed. Find out if you if you like a serrated blade. Uh, figure out if you know enough about knives to really learn how to sharpen some of these particle steels that 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 have come out. Play around with some decent knives, and then go ahead and spring for that that really nice hundred hundred and fifty dollar knife or more. That you're going to take care of, and it's going to take care of you for a long, long time. That you can, that you can hand down. All right. So, some essential knives. Now, where can we find your book online? The Total Outdoorsman Skills and Tools, 324 Tips. It's books like these that are truly going to save your life, and I'm not joking. Oh, <laughs> where can we find you and your book online, buddy? Well, uh, you can certainly find out more about my work and my writing at www.dedwardsnickens.com. Uh, but to order the book, you can go to one of the big online places or to fieldandstream.com and click through the link to all of the books that we publish. You can certainly find it there. You bet. You, you bet. Hey, that was Eddie Nickens, and of course he has a great book called The Total Outdoorsman, Skills and Tools. And we also want to mention once again about the current issue of uh, Field and Stream. It's on the newsstands right now. Make sure you buy it or maybe get a subscription to it and you'll find a lot about old Eddie. That's right. You bet. We're talking to yeah. Eddie. He's the editor in Lars there at Field and Stream. Got to hop online, check him out, all that good stuff. Big Shout out, though, to Field and Stream, also Outdoor Channel, Remington, and Nissan. Got to get to a break. Here is a word from Mark. Mr. Eddie, man, you're so cool, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on. Good to be here. Types of shelter. The idea is to assess what you need your shelter to do for you and then take into account what materials or natural features are available. There is no sense in wasting precious time and energy constructing a shelter from the wind when you can sit behind a rock and be just as comfortable. JimandTrav.com. If you're like us, you love the outdoors. It's that special place where you can forget the day to day and just unwind. It's your sanctuary, your heaven on earth. We're in the same boat, which is why we built just the vehicle to take you there. The 2015 Nissan Titan. It's our biggest, baddest, most capable pickup truck that sports a beefy 317 horsepower from a massive V8 engine, complete with a one-ton payload and up to a hardcore 9,500 pounds of towing capability, giving you more than enough power to get your boat out of the driveway and into the lake. See you out on the water. Nissan. Innovation that excites. 
Available features. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel. The new Remington Squeegee. To use it, simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington Squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches and hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer. Out here on the edge of serenity, I will push further, building courage, testing my boundaries, empowering change, giving me the wisdom to become limitless. Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of The revolution will not be televised. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, Trav. Bunny, after today's show, I feel like I am the ultimate outdoorsman. Are you the ultimate outdoors woman? As if there was ever a question. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so big shout out to Mrs. Bunny. She's so cool. Also, Laramie Miller. How about Randy Newberg? Uh, Eddie Nickens? And uh, Tim McWelch. Great people. Good show this week. Great show. Hey, we want to thank our 434 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes this show possible. Like Trav said, Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri, and Frank Sun Guy. You know, and, and big shout out to God for making all this happen and for you boys and girls for uh, listening to us each week. And uh, for Jim. And opposable thumbs. <laughs> and opposable thumbs. All right, so local news and weather is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Hey, make sure you take some boys and girls outdoors this weekend. Teach them how to hunt. Teach them how to fish. Just get them outdoors. You'll, you'll never regret it. All right, stick around. Local news weather is coming up next. We'll return next week. Peace out. See you next week. We love you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.